Pinna. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Every day during breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snack time, someone is the victim of a food crime. Yes, you heard me right. Food crimes. That will be seven ninety-two. Maybe someone forgot to put the yogurt back in the fridge, and now the whole tub is spoiled before you even got some. Or maybe they thought they were about to eat a chocolate chip cookie, but found out too late it was oatmeal raisin. What the? No matter the transgression, there must be a trial at the food court. And justice must be served, preferably after being cut into triangles. Welcome to Food Crimes. Warning, the food crimes you are about to hear are real and may not be suitable for hungry listeners. Today's case is Mom v. Theo and Felix, involving a pair of siblings who found themselves in a sticky situation. Hi, my name is Kimberly from Ipswich, Massachusetts. I am the mother of Theo and Felix. Theo and Felix committed the food crime of eating candy in the morning before school without permission. Kimberly says her sons, Theo and Felix, hatched a candy-stealing plan right under her nose. Okay, so one morning last year, I was upstairs feeding my baby while my other two children were downstairs, presumably getting ready for school. So when I came downstairs, I couldn't see where my older two children were. I couldn't hear them, and I went to investigate. All of a sudden, I heard giggling, and I determined that was coming from the living room. So I went into the living room and I saw Theo and Felix sitting down on the floor behind the couch, which was unusual. And I knew then something had happened, but I just didn't know what. So I realized they were sitting beside like this little table ottoman thing. And someone had quickly put something beneath the ottoman when I walked into the room. So I went over and slid the ottoman out of the way. And I discovered 15 maybe 20 empty candy wrappers. Kimberly was shocked that her sons would be so sneaky as she thought they knew better than to eat that candy. I feel a crime was committed because they know that they're not supposed to be eating sugary candy in the morning before school. And furthermore, they need to ask before they have any sort of a candy or treat in our household. But Theo, speaking for himself and his brother Felix in this case, claims he actually did follow the candy rules at least as far as he understands them. I think the rules are we can um, have candy after we have like a good meal and we've been good that day. We did have breakfast before. So, I mean, that is a meal before and it was a good one. Furthermore, Theo says that the candy was out in the open for anyone to grab, which means that as far as the rules are concerned, they're fair game for anyone to take. I feel like that was a community bowl, so I feel like we could have it whenever we wanted. It's like, if it's there, it's there, and I guess we could have it since it's for all of us. Even if all of this is true, Kimberly says the consequences of the candy consumption were far-reaching, 
Much like the smell of a freshly opened candy bar, the impact of this alleged crime could not be contained. It wafted all the way to the classroom. And then I also had to tell his teacher to be on the lookout for candy behavior because they could have a sugar crash at school where all of a sudden their behavior goes crazy. It's not a good way to start your day. So I had to write his teacher a short email and say, I regret to inform you that Theo and his brother ate about 20 pieces of candy this morning. So I apologize in advance if you see this play out at school. So there you have it the parental plaintiff, and the double defendants. Mom feels her case is pretty solid, but Theo hopes there is a creamy center of justice hiding on the inside of this candy caper. Now, it's up to their lawyers, the judge, the jury, and you to decide. Did Theo and Felix commit a food crime? Or will their mom be the one left holding the candy bag? Let's step inside the courtroom to hear more. All rise. The Honorable Judge Foodie presiding over the case of Mom v. Theo and Felix. The charges are conspiracy to consume, improper wrapper tampering, and excessive consumption of candy. Thank you, Bailiff. Everyone, you may be seated. Hello, Your Honor. A pleasure as always, Your Honor. Okay, you two. Don't make me salty by wasting any time with sugar-coated kindness. I don't need us spending precious minutes going around letting each other know how we're all just delighted to be here with a cherry on top. Let's save the sweet talk for the trial. As I understand it, there will be plenty. And you know me, I like to get straight to the point. Opening statements will now begin, starting with the prosecution. Counselor Catherine Flambe, please proceed. Thank you, Your Honor. Friends in the jury, this is an obvious case of candy conspiracy. There's no question that Theo and Felix snuck an unauthorized treat. Between them, they ate up to 20 mini candy bars and then hid the wrapper remains. Let's just agree that they're guilty and we can all make it to lunch early. <laughs> that was fast. I could eat. Okay. Uh, Counselor Reven, please give us your opening statement on behalf of your clients. Theo and Felix. Thank you, Your Honor. And thank you, esteemed members of the jury. As much as Miss Flambe would love to rush this case along, justice cannot come swiftly if it cannot find its way. The prosecution would have you believe that the candies eaten that fateful morning were somehow illegal. I believe the word Flambe used was unauthorized. Well, Theo and Felix would disagree. In fact, we will prove today that the rules to consume candy in this household were flimsy at best. There may not have even been true rules at all. And even if there were friends in the court, even if there existed a hundred candy rules in this home, Theo and Felix would still have taken the candy because they believe that candy rules simply should not exist. My clients aren't thieves. They're heroes. Nay, Trailblazers pushing the boundaries of candy eaten beyond space and time. 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 Okay, okay. Let's not go off the rails too quickly, Counselor Reven. We're moving into arguments. Miss Fombe, you may proceed. I'm afraid Mr. Reven is trying to spin you a tale as thin and fragile as spun sugar. Theo and Felix's mom, in fact, had very clear and, in my opinion, generous rules for eating candy. I mean, I would say we're a pretty nice household when it comes to candy. 
they ask for candy daily and usually we say yes as long as it's at an appropriate time of day and we feel like you know we've had some nutritious meals throughout the day normally we'll say sure after dinner tonight we'll have a treat we normally do not eat vast amounts of candy in one sitting we have one or two pieces <clears throat> as clear as day only after a nutritious meal only two pieces Theo and Felix knew these rules and broke them anyway. And they did it in the morning, right before school. Thank goodness mom had the wherewithal to warn their teacher that day. Because as Theo will tell you, the sugar from the candy greatly impacted him. I did get the math test a little wrong. And when we were like drawing a scientific drawing of a tree, I was kind of running around and going crazy. Running around and going crazy. If only Theo had followed the rules, he could have focused on the math test and completed his drawing of a tree. I'm sure they would have loved to follow the rules if only the rules had been a tad clearer. Raven, please don't make me play the clip of her explaining them again. Let's discuss precisely what rules they did and did not follow. I believe the first rule you listed was that they could only have candy after eating a nutritious meal. So are you accusing them of breaking that rule? Because according to my clients, they obeyed that rule. We did have breakfast before. So, I mean, that is a meal before, and it was a good one, so... Order! Raven, you're going to wish you hadn't started down this little path. (laughs) And why is that? Go on, then. Rule number two... One or two pieces? And they ate, um... Indeed, yes, the piece limit. To which I ask, what truly is a piece of candy? What? Can that not be subjective? A single chocolate bar is often pre-divided into smaller squares. But does that mean each square is a piece? Or is the entire bar a piece? Is each individual M&M a piece of candy? Or does the whole bag count as a single serving? In reality, quantity is in the eye of the beholder, and Theo and Felix may have, in their minds, had their allowed pieces. What is a piece? Mm -hmm. Objection, Your Honor! On what grounds? Relevancy. The definition of a piece of candy is not even remotely on trial here. Oh, well, how do you define a piece, counselor? If forced to, in order to get someone to stop asking ridiculous questions, I'd say that one wrapper equals one piece. Oh, so for you, a king-size bar and one of those fun-size bars both equal one piece? Okay, Flambe. (laughs) I'll say it again. It is not our responsibility to set the precedent for peace classification. We are here to determine whether Theo and Felix knowingly and willingly committed a food crime, not play little word games. Objection is sustained. This court agrees there is no mandate to determine the size of a piece for all households. Let's move on to another line of argument. Thank you. If it pleases the court, I would like to replay the audio from Theo about how he and his brother obtained the candy. I said to my brother, Felix, can you just get one piece of candy from the bucket that's on the table? Theo sent Felix in first. Now, why would an older brother send a younger brother in to do something if he perceived it as okay? 
I'll let Theo answer that question. Since I maybe thought that Mom was going to come down sooner than I thought, and I didn't want me to get caught, so I sent Felix so he'd get caught, but even though he didn't, since I was just too afraid to be like the one to get the blame. Theo admits he sent his younger brother out as a canary in a candy coal mine. He says he didn't want to get caught. Caught doing what, Reven? If a person believes that what they are doing is legal, why are they worried about being caught in the act of it? It's because he knew they were committing a food crime. And then, to top it all off, they attempted to hide the wrappers knowing they'd gone over the allotted amount. Hmm, yes. He did send Felix in, didn't he? And the smaller, younger Felix succeeded. Felix, who was a mere five years old, was able to go into the kitchen and obtain the requested candies. Now, this struck me as curious, as I'm sure it did all of you. When I first read that in my case file, I had to ask my client, where was this bowl of candy kept that it was so easy for Felix to reach? Here's what he said. I think it was being kept on our kitchen table yeah, it's it's like just a normal table, so we could just like pull up a chair and get it. Any more clips of them planning their candy heist? <laughs> boy, oh boy, Reven, you have a knack for proving my point for me. <laughs> no. You see, returning to the subject of rules once more, I also thought to ask your client about these supposedly clear-as-day rules. Hmm. Well, I know that there's been an explicit discussion of the candy rules. However, we normally store the candy in an area that requires permission asking because they can't access it without saying, hi, can I have a treat? So, I mean, they're very good about asking for treats normally. So I felt like they knew the rule. The rules were never locked into place, Counselor Flambe. Rather, Theo and Felix's mom merely keeps the candy out of their reach so that they are forced to ask for it. And she only says yes to them once they've had a meal. But that does not mean Theo and Felix were ever aware of these quantity rules or post-meal rules. They only know one rule. If the candy is out of reach, they have to ask for it. Therefore, if the candy is in reach, what would that mean to you? Perhaps the candy was allowed? That it was fair game? If they believed it fair game, if they believed themselves innocent, they wouldn't have hit the wrappers. They wouldn't have done it in secret. They knew they were criminals, and the tampered wrappers prove it. I rest my case. Order in the court. All right, if the prosecution has indeed rested their case, then we'll skip their closing uh, statement. No, actually, I have one. I was just feeling the moment back there. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Please proceed. I wish to close with a simple phrase. The facts are indisputable. Theo and Felix took upwards of 20 candy bars without asking permission. They ate the candies, they hid the wrappers, and then Theo went to school all sugared up and couldn't even draw a tree. Well stated. Move into the defense. Counselor Reven, can you take us to your closing statements? Friends in the jury. I'm sorry, did you bring your own music? It's called a score. Objection! I'm going to allow the music. 
score. Unbelievable. As I was saying. Friends in the jury, your honor, we are here to say that Theo is a candy crusader. Theo believes in a world in which we are free to eat the candy we want when we want. That morning, they opened their minds to a new way of thinking, rejecting the unclear rules that held them back. They opened up new possibilities for themselves and for all of us. I think you should be on my side because I feel like every kid should get candy when they want it since it's so good. I think we should have candy for every meal. From the time I was little, I've loved candy a ton since I feel like it's the best thing you can ever put in your mouth. His love of candy cannot be confined to a time of day. If we choose to support Theo and Felix, perhaps someday we can all live in a world where candy is treated with respect and admiration. Perhaps someday Theo will even become the president. The president of candy. I have no idea what he's even talking about anymore. Thank you, Mr. Reven. That music did add just the right touch. It's a score, Judge. I made it myself. I got my little Casio keyboard. Don't push it, Stephen. All right. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, it's time for deliberation. Did Theo and Felix commit a food crime? Did they purposely break the candy rules of the household and then try to hide the evidence? Or were the rules left too unclear for conviction? Until you decide, this court is adjourned. Jury deliberations are now in session. Please proceed. My name is Preet, and I'm 10. My name is Kit, and I am 9 years old. My name is Luella, and I'm 9 years old. So I think that they're wrong, and I think that the mom is right, and that they should not have had that candy. I think that they should not have taken all that candy because it really affected them, and it made one of them fail a test. I agree with you guys, but I mean, well, maybe it was kind of... A bad idea of the mom to put the candy where they could see it and reach it. Yeah, like I kind of agree with that. I think that they thought since they usually had to ask for the candy and it, it was on the table, it was just like right in their reach, that it was okay to get it. While they were talking, they said, well, we have to have a nutritious meal beforehand. And they obviously knew that rule and remembered it. So, yeah. They did acknowledge that they needed to have a meal first, and they did have a meal first. So I guess they assumed that since it was in their reach and that they had had a meal, that it was okay to have some candy. But they took a lot too much. So, like, I agree with both of you guys. So the mom said that the rules were made clear and that she trusted them, but then trust isn't everything. Just because you think you have the rules clear, you should make sure you go over them. If they knew those rules, then they wouldn't do it. But then the same thing applies is that they knew those rules were there, then they wouldn't be hiding. If they didn't know, then they would just do it openly in front of their mom instead of behind the couch and then stuffing candy wrappers onto the ottoman. So they knew they were wrong. they were not doing the right thing because they tried to hide the candy wrappers. So do we all think they're guilty? Yeah. 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 Maybe they can't have candy for a certain amount of time. I kind of agree with that, but 
if they get the candy like not taken away from them, then that'll make them want to steal more. So I think that they should just have the amount of candy that they took taken out of where they have candy as a punishment so that they have less candy. Maybe they should take like like 20 pieces from their candy and then their mom gets to eat that or their mom shares it with the baby or the dad or whatever. I agree. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so we the jury have found Theo and Felix guilty of conspiracy to consume, improper wrapper tampering, and excessive consumption of candy. We propose the punishment should be 20 pieces or however many pieces of candy Theo and Felix ate be taken out of the bucket and shared with somebody else, like their mom, their dad, or the baby. Thank you, esteemed members of the jury. The full court has made its decision. Let's go over to Kimberly and Theo to hear their reaction to the verdict. Kimberly, Theo, your jury has discussed the case and have found Theo and Felix guilty on all charges brought against them. How do you feel about their decision? Was justice achieved today? Kimberly, let's start with you. I do feel like there was justice today, although when I heard all of the evidence, I kind of felt bad that I accused them of a food crime because... I kind of agreed with the defense and that maybe we need a world with unlimited candy for all. I don't know. I flipped. Well, this is a full court first. A flipped plaintiff? Do you still accept the jury's verdict? Oh, yes. I definitely accept the judgment of the jury and I appreciate all the time they spent thinking about our case. Yes, they were very thorough, weren't they? Now, Theo, how are you feeling about all of this? I feel um sad that the jury didn't um agree with me, but I like that mom said that I didn't really lose, so I'm kind of happy and kind of sad. Yes, it seems that although he didn't sway the jury, Counselor Reven was able to change your mom's mind, so I suppose that is a win. I think he did great, and I feel proud of him for being by my side the whole entire time. I'll be sure to let him know. Now, to discuss the punishment. Well, I think if I'm being truthful, I probably snuck candy out of his bucket after he was asleep, probably equaling the amount that they ate that day. So perhaps the consequence has already been imposed. Hmm, I'm willing to accept this, but for the sake of future candy cases, we will still be recording the verdict as guilty. The laws of food court and moms must be honored. Punishment has otherwise been served, and with that, food court is adjourned. Sweet case, Judge. Oh, thank you, bailiff. But all this candy talk had me craving something more nutritious. What about some baby carrots? Eh, afraid we only have adult carrots. Wow. Okay, chocolate it is. <laughs>